Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, senior. Dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Here we are on Little Friday, and we're under the tutelage of our general manager, America's youth. Crazy, confused, and weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Yeah. America's youth, confused right. and weak, crazy, confused and weak, <laughs> doubling down on our own ongoing old guys on the radio saying, <laughs> "Kids today, what are you going to do with them?" Oh, I tell you, what, honestly, as a dad and a, a man of compassion. We've done a poor job of bringing up our youths. We look in the mirror, folks. And raise themselves. Right. I just don't know how to undo it. Probably some sort of boot camp. I think about Okay, Boomer. I think about that all the time with various attitudes or things my kids do and think, they didn't raise themselves. Like, they weren't born with this. You somehow have played a role in this current attitude. <laughs> Yeah, we are so a product of our times, as well as our parents, who are a product of, of their times, both as kids and 
as you grow into adulthood. I'd, I'd, I'd love to. I'll bet there's some brilliant book on that that goes through history and, and, and compares and contrasts and such. Probably. And it might be as simple as the saying we get on the air almost every single day about hard times and hard people. It might just be that. Yeah. It might just be that cycle. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I worked with uh, executive producer Hanson to make sure we had the, the, the correct opening clip. So I think we should get to that right away so we can talk about it. Mm. Uh, so we'll start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. And it's Thursday, July 21st, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't, for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. I have cancer, Joe Biden said, and I got it from growing up in Delaware. What kind of cancer does Joe Biden have? What is his long-term prognosis? And is Delaware really that bad? Parts of it are not beautiful, that is true. But can an entire state be a carcinogen? follow this yesterday i think there are several really interesting angles to that um which uh i'll lead with this one first i saw uh somebody i like uh, unfortunately i disagree with him so much on this one but uh, uh greg kessler mark what's his name kessler of the washington post their fact checker who, who we've had on the air many times and i think is as good as fact checker as you can find in a major network publication yeah glenn kessler <clears throat> glenn kessler there you go mm-hmm. yeah he and does I, his best. He, he has an ideology like yeah, all of us. He's got his point of view, and it's. Uh, yeah. and, but anyway, um, <clears throat> he he tweeted out, "This is such a joke that people are acting like this is a big deal." Everybody knows when he ran for president that he um, he had announced in his health profile that he'd had various kind of skin cancers removed, like anybody over the age of forty five practically in America has. Mm-hmm. So why is everybody making a big deal out of it? And the problem I have with that attitude from Glenn is he didn't say I had have had cancer. He said, I have cancer. The president right. standing up and saying, I have cancer is a relatively big deal. And that's and what Delaware is to blame. And that's what <laughs> Tucker was mocking. But then Tucker, I think his next sentence even is he doesn't have cancer. He has dementia. Uh, we all know that. And, and I saw another tweet and I thought this is exactly right. This is the way to look at it. What does it say about our current state that most people's first reaction was, oh, the poor old guy, he stumbled again. Nobody, like, oh, my God, did he just say he has cancer? I mean, nobody did that. Everybody's reaction was, oh, geez, another one. (laughs) Because of his mind. You're right. You're absolutely right. I was only kind of vaguely aware of the story yesterday, but that was my reaction. What the hell was he talking about? Right. Right. It's funny. I never. Yeah. Wow. When he says anything, whether it's, you know, uh, Putin's got to go or, or or whatever you think. And so is that the new policy or probably not? It's just, you know, let's wait and see what the White House says about what the president just said. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird place to be, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, when I wow. heard that clip yesterday and no part of my brain thought, did he just accidentally say I have cancer? Because it's kind of like uh, my dad. Geez, we're hanging around the breakfast table a while back, and he said, you know, it's like my oncologist said. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Hold on. Whoa, wait. Why do you have an oncologist? This was news to us because wow. of something that had happened and uh, and, and not worth getting into and, and, you know, not public. But anyway, um, 
he hadn't mentioned it to anybody. So I, 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 I would have thought, yeah, an old guy could accidentally, because he's dealing with it and keeping it a secret, um, you know, slip it into a speech like that off the cuff by accident. But no, it's just his dementia. He's so, talking about what he had skin cancer years ago. Just out of curiosity, because oddly enough, I was spending time with a friend who does. Uh, yesterday, I was only dimly aware of the story. What the hell point was he trying to make? Is it global warming or fossil fuels? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, geez, we got to play the whole clip. The whole clip. Do we have the whole clip that includes the windshield wipers? Hanson, is that is that part? Because that whole thing, I was like, what are you talking about? You know how it is in Delaware, and you turn on your windshield wipers in the morning, and you got oil all over them, and you can't. And that's why I have cancer, and everybody who lived in Delaware's got cancer. And what are you talking wow. about? Wow, that's straight out of Jimmy Fallon's bit, where the rambling old guy just we have the clip jabbers disconnected thoughts. Yeah, go ahead and play that. Yeah, and guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer, and why can't for the longest time Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. Pollution? I guess. Huh. Did they have an oil refinery there? I don't know. Maybe if you saw the whole speech, it made more sense in context, but it certainly had a yeah. bit of a corn pop feel to it there. When they, uh, You know, you get up in the morning and you sharpen your blade and turn on your windshield wipers and you got grease all over your windshields. And that's why, corn pop was a bad And that's dude. why I got cancer. And everyone who lived in Delaware's got cancer. You remember when you used to bang your windshield wipers against the curb? And get them all bent up and sharp? Well, I got cancer. <laughs> Remember the straight race, you'd bang them on the curb. And that's why I got cancer. And wow. Corn Pop had cancer. And we all, we all had cancer. So I hit him with a chain. <laughs> I said, hey, Esther. Bad a hat of Kev care. <laughs> oh. So we do we got to come up with a term. Joe Biden corn popped again yesterday. He's doing a speech about the climate. And- yeah, so Any corn popped. <laughs> so again, while I uh, generally think the Washington Post fact checker is pretty good on that, I think him saying it's ridiculous. Everybody knows he nuts. No, the president of the United States said I have cancer. That's it worth <laughs> at least being able to ask. Wait a second, did I mishear you or did you misspeak? And then he would have said, oh, "No, no, no, I had cancer years ago. I had skin cancer. I had a couple things removed." And everybody had been like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." Everybody does that after a certain age. Um, right. Right. But but he did. The president did state, I have cancer. So that's not crazy to wonder. <laughs> well, as Tucker said, my gosh, what kind? What's the prognosis? How are you doing? <laughs> right. right. Oh, by the way, I got hairy legs. <laughs> that was not part of the speech yesterday, although it could have been. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> on, the, on the cancer thing, um, uh... I feel like I can say anything about cancer having had stage three lymphoma. I get to say anything I want about cancer. But um, they, they, they way overinflate the cancer numbers to, to get more people's attention. And I, I, don't, I don't like any time anybody does that. That whole I've got a little thing on my skin and so they're going to burn it off thing gets counted as cancer in so many statistics. And that's how they get away with saying one out of two women and one out of three men will have cancer in their lifetime. Yeah, but does that that's not what any of us mean when we're talking about getting cancer. No. That's not what we mean. And no. so they ought now, to separate out those numbers. 
Now, certainly the more serious skin cancers, if, if they're not caught, sure, can be absolutely. But yeah, that, but the, the reason the statistics are so high about so many people having cancer, which Joe Biden was alluding to, is that the little minor thing that, that practically everyone over the age of 50 uh, has at some point. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. So, yeah. you know, whatever. I know somebody who's uh, in the last days of living with cancer right now mm-hmm. was given two months ago and we're at the two month mark and ain't looking good. Um, I mean, yeah. it, it's cancer is a bad thing, but uh, come on. So but, <laughs> I don't <laughs> again, to me, the most astounding thing is that most of America heard that and thought, all right, now he's doing that again. Not, oh, my God, what did I just hear? Perhaps as astounding, two plus more years of this are coming. 30 months, I think. I And you don't get better in terms of cognitive decline. If indeed he finishes his term, which I still maintain he will not. Well, it was lefty pundits that first alerted me to the fact that uh, word is that right after the election, that's when the uh, that's when the knives come out and the angling yeah. starts beginning. And I think I think this will all be put to rest fairly quickly, don't you? I think the whole oh my gosh, will he? Won't he? What's his situation? I think is going to become very clear, like in 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 days after the election. Well, after the Republicans win every seat in the House of Representatives. <laughs> And two-thirds of the Senate, yeah, I think he'll go ahead and say, I'm already about as lame as a duck can be, so, uh, by the way, I'm not running again. Because and of- then we, you know, muddle through two years of either Biden declining mentally even further, and the, the resultant threat to national security, by the way, it's worth mentioning, or he resigns. And we begin doing what we must do, and that day is every day, President Kamala. Yeah, um, if there were a real crisis, like, unlikely, but the real China-Russia launches missiles at us, or a hypersonic plane has been picked up over the Pacific, or whatever, Mm -hmm. and a president's got to make some pretty important decisions really quickly. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, depends I, I do what, know. Depends on what kind of time of day you catch him. Right, exactly. How about exactly. how about waking him up at like nine o'clock at night? He's been asleep for three hours, and uh, and hitting him with this news and getting a quick, hard, well thought out decision. Oh, wow, scary. Yeah, I'd say. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's quite good. And I just had it just clicked in my head. One of the best ideas I've ever had. I will share that with you wow. prior to mail. One of the best ideas you've ever had. Oh yeah, bar none. Who would? Wow, who wouldn't stick around for that? Um, our text <laughs> Those line. Those who are familiar with my previous ideas. <laughs> ah, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Man, I just saw a uh, well-put, succinct explanation of what's happening in Ukraine that uh, we'll get to at some point. The world is ignoring an amazing story, I feel like. Uh, Zelensky's wife was in front of Congress asking for more help yesterday, got a standing ovation. We can talk more about that later. They need artillery, not ovations, but uh, yep. yeah, more more on yep. that. So here's my brilliant idea, and if I've had this idea before, forgive me. I'm old. I forget things. Bad I had a care. 
since it would be utterly disastrous for Joe Biden to resign and Kamala Harris to become president because she's far too dopey uh, to be the president and nobody likes her and she has no support and just lacks imagination, just everything. There's no reason, there's no good reason she should ever be president. America starts a GoFundMe. Well, we can't use GoFundMe because they're crooked and and highly ideological, etc. Um, they allowed a GoFundMe page for a guy who was squeezing shots into a poor woman's apartment and almost killed her kids, uh, but not for the poor bodega worker who got beaten down in New York and charged unjustifiably temporarily with murder. They wouldn't allow a GoFundMe for him. So we'll use a different site, but all of America kicks in $5, $5 per person. That would be something like $1.5 billion to give Kamala if she will resign. Now, some would call that a bribe. Virtually everybody would call that a bribe. Uh, but a billion and a half dollars, nobody could turn that down. I think you did have this idea before. It was, it was okay. clever then, it's clever now. Mm. The uh, the first GoFundMe to like pay a politician not to run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that would be such a disaster for America. And I tell you what, I, I say to the Democrats, appoint anybody you want. Anybody. Because they'll choose somebody reasonable. They've got to be better than Kamala. Here's your freedom-loving quote for today. Sent along by uh, Glenn from Bertrand Russell, Dreams and Facts, uh, Skeptical Essays in 1928. Every man, wherever he goes, is encompassed by a cloud of comforting convictions, which move with him like flies on a summer day. Mm, yeah. Wow. It's kind of the confirmation bias thing. Yep. Absolutely. I just think you, you need to realize they're there and squint and try to see through them and be honest with yourself. If you run into somebody who has a completely different point of view sometimes, that can happen to you. Or it's like, oh, wait a second. I kind of assume everybody thinks what I'm thinking about this. Apparently, that's not true. Are you saying people tend to silo themselves these days? What a fascinating opinion. Mailbag. <laughs> Here's Todd. Your discussion this week raised a question for which I could use your insight, as it is now politically incorrect to use the terms man, woman, male, female, etc. How should I explain the meaning of gay, lesbian, or bisexual? To that end, I'm struggling to understand if it's correct to use the term transgender if someone changes from cake to cat, for instance. That's right, we've discussed people who identify as cakes and cats. Are you okay, transgender? Then we have the dissatisfied meow. Yes, that's the young woman yesterday who identifies as a cat. That's her gender. So I see his point. How do you describe what a gay fella is if there's no such thing as men and women? Well, then there's no such thing as gay and straight, and there can't be any protections for those people or classes or whatever. Huh. I can tell you that uh, that the whole conversation has made its way to the schoolyard. Every every grade schooler talks about this stuff now. Nobody, I mean, statistically speaking, nobody believes that radical gender theory garbage. Only educators, entertainers, and the media. 90% of America thinks it's insane. Speaking of which, if my daughter thought they identified as a cat, writes Connie, as a mom, I would support my child. I would buy a variety of canned and kibble cat food, variety of stinky fish, if she would not enjoy human food. No TV, no allowance, no driving of a car, bike, etc. And only one outfit in her closet, because cats have only one outfit. Make a bed on the floor, remove all human-related items, no phone. Cats don't need a phone. How much more supportive could a mom be? Meow. 
<laughs> Some important economic news. What's going on in Ukraine? A bunch of different things on the way. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship. With thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. across a shocking stat about TikTok yesterday. We talked about late in the show that made me think, I got to start watching TikTok. So uh, we'll discuss that coming up next segment, which will n- need somebody on the show who uses TikTok, I guess. Joe, Alex, Michael, I've anybody, not me. I've seen TikTok videos. I'll ask Alex. You use TikTok, Alex? Uh, every day. Okay, well then well, you'll be the perfect person to ask. But an amazing... Communist! TikTok, TikTok's huge. I'll just tell you that. If you're older and don't use TikTok, you're missing out on something. Stay tuned. You're missing out on communism. Yeah. Chinese stealing all your data, but they already have your data. Yes, they do. And they're no more interested in it than I am, ironically (laughs) enough. 
<laughs> We've looked at his data. It's dull. Uh, so, uh, interestingly enough, oh, I, we kicked off the show. I always appointed honorary general manager. This morning, it was America's youth, uh, crazy, confused, and weak, I think I said. And uh, but part of that was based on what General Jack Keane said on Fox News the other day. But um, it's interesting. This uh, just came out from the Washington Times. The Army is shifting about a billion dollars, a billion, to recruiting programs. And will rely more heavily on reserves uh, units as its ranks dwindle and they struggle to attract new soldiers. They don't mention it, but new soldiers who can pass the tests and get into the armed services. And on that topic, uh, the retired general. The U.S. Army facing unprecedented challenges in recruiting new troops. It's only halfway to its goal for this year. The Army says this is the most challenging recruiting environment since the creation of the all-volunteer force. Uh, let's bring in Fox News Senior Strategic Analyst General Jack Keane, former Vice Chief of Staff of the Army, now Chairman of the Institute for the Study of War. Obviously, General, these were issues that were uh, important to you in your former role in terms of how to build a strong fighting force at the right numbers. What do you think? Yeah, this is pretty challenging. We've had an all-volunteer force since the end of the Vietnam War in 1975, and we've had our ups and downs before with recruiting, but this one uh, is particularly significant. I mean, it, there's two real issues here. One is the eligibility pool itself, and that is those who are qualified to meet the requirements of, of the United States military. That number is down to 23%. When I was on active duty, we were concerned when it was at 35%. So 75% plus plus of American youth are not qualified to be in its military. Why is that? One for moral reasons, and that's largely crime. If you committed a crime, we're just not going to take you. So, man, there's a couple things that stand out there to me. Um, what year did he say we went to the all-volunteer army? Uh, right when Vietnam ended. Did he say 75? I think he said that. I didn't realize it lasted no. that long. No, I th- he said 75% are not eligible. I think that number may have stuck in your mind. But I could, I could, it was roughly then. It was in the early-ish seven. Yeah, I thought it was earlier than 75. But anyway, we can look that up. Somebody look that up. When we go to the all-volunteer army, uh, look that up, Alex. Um, uh, so he's, he's horrified that 75% of young people are not eligible to fight in the military, which is I do find horrifying. But it used to be two-thirds? When he back when he was active, that's shocking to me. Also, mm-hmm. the vast majority of youth are not qualified either because of character or physically to to be in our military. That's wild. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll verify those numbers, but uh, he goes into more detail about what the issue is. Uh, by the way, before we move on, nineteen seventy three. It's when okay. July first, nineteen seventy three. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. The second issue is medical, and this has exploded. We have far too many people who have comorbidity issues at at such a young age. Largely obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, and other issues that disqualify them. And then the third thing, I refer to it as mental, but it's also academics, in the sense that we have far too many people, Martha, who can't pass the aptitude test to get inside the United States military. That is an indictment in my judgment 
judgment of our secondary high school education system. Right. Because the major reason they can't pass the test is they can't read at the proper level. And obviously that's very challenging to have somebody like that in the military. Also, we want high school diploma uh, graduates uh, as well. So that number, that pool has gone down. And then inside the pool, this has nothing to do with who wants to come, who doesn't want to come. This is just who's eligible. And then inside the pool, the desire to enlist is going down inside that pool. And as to one of those reasons is certainly the economy itself. There's very low unemployment. And when that when that takes place, the military is also challenged. And I think the Army's got to just do a comprehensive study and what they can do to incentivize young people to join. You know, occasionally I find the general, when he's talking about military matters, uh, to be a little gung-ho and, and uh, ideological and that sort of thing. But I really enjoyed those clips because they were very businesslike in a guy who knows exactly what he's talking about. I'm not saying I, I dislike uh, General Keene, but, you know, he's kind of got that let's go rough and ready thing. There's a lot there. So I'm guessing I don't know. You can text us or email us if you know. I'm guessing that aptitude test to get into the Army ain't that hard. No, I've I've known some absolutely brilliant people who've served in our military, and I've known some people who were not terribly bright who got in. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Boy, so you got 75% who just, I mean, they're either too sick, too crazy, they're criminals, they're too fat. I wonder how many people get eliminated. They can't read? How many people get eliminated because they don't pass a whiz quiz? Because I, I just know employers struggle with that mm. and uh, and think it's an outdated, disqualifying mark. But, yeah. Well, um, and you remember that poll we uh, talked about uh, a number of weeks ago, the percentage of young people who think the country is worth defending. Oh, yeah. I was going to at I was, all. Yeah, I was going to get into that. So then you, you, he, he went economics on why so many young people aren't interested in joining the military. I didn't think he'd go there. I thought he would go the direction of, our schools are designed to con- convince you you live in a bad country. Who wants to sign up to lay down their life for a bad country that's making the world worse, like your uh, your social studies teacher told you? And was based on racism from the very beginning, a country that only exists to perpetuate racism. You're gonna, that's what your kids are being taught in public schools. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, like talk radio right-wing hyperbole. If no. you're being told in school that you're, the country... <laughs> You live in is bad and always has been. Why would you sign up to to fight to preserve that? It doesn't even make sense. You know, you've pointed out many times, I think this is a completely unprecedented experiment in running a society. A a, a society that preaches self-loathing to its young. Yeah. Has any country ever in the history of the world decided, you know what, we're going to teach our young people that we're bad. We're bad. We're from the from the root. We're bad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who does that? And we're going to teach racial essentialism on top of that. So, you know, if you're not d- d- embittered by the idea that your people are evil, then at least you can double down on certain people are evil based on their color of their skin. And that's progressives. So that's its own very interesting topic that we certainly talk about a lot. But then just the <laughs> fat, lazy, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. One of my favorite quotes from all time from the movie Animal House. But mm. is that what we got going on? <laughs> we just just fat, lazy, stupid young people? I mean, that seems pretty harsh. 
I'd like to see some sort of chart or graph or something showing how many people are eliminated for which reasons. Right. And and how many, I mean, how many of the criminals are too fat? And how many of the the stupid are also on drugs? That would or, be you know, unfortunate that's a, that all our in-shape people are criminals and all our uh, uh, high-moral smart people are too fat. <laughs> yeah, that would be unfortunate. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That's a challenge. 75% of our young, they can't even apply. They shouldn't bother. Wow. So I I very nearly joined the Marine Corps when I was in high school. I took a bunch of tests and filled up the paperwork and had the recruiter in the living room and all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, a bunch of people in my uh, high school did join the military. <sighs> If you'd have told me at that time that 75% of the dudes, it was almost entirely dudes that joined the military then anyway, uh, 75% of the guys in, in this class don't qualify, I thought, no, that's not true. There's no way that's true. I don't know if there would have been two people that didn't qualify. I don't think it probably was true. Or any with anything close to it, even two-thirds, which was the figure back in yeah, the day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that is so interesting. You, well, you got to graduate high school. The graduation rates for high school are shockingly low. We should look those up, just because whenever any any time we talk about them, and it's always amazing to me. I mean, you'd think it'd be easier if you if you're listening right now and you have you know a kid that's obviously going to graduate high school, decent chance they go to college. You look at how hard it seems to be to get ahead in the world, to like to get a decent job, get an apartment, you know, get get started and everything like that. You'd think it'd be easier when you find out that a lot of places half the people don't even graduate high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the military will accept a, a substance like a GED, yeah, high well, school they a diploma or equivalent. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, people, uh, a, a, a chunk of people, and man, that's a family structure thing. Don't not only don't care about graduating high school. One of the smartest people I know in my life didn't graduate high school, um, so that's not you know a, a, an indication necessarily of something. But the, then, then the not even interested in filling out the paperwork for the GED, that's eh, probably an indication of something. Yeah, well, well, you know. It, it's a truism to the point of being a cliche, but soft times make for weak people. Weak people make for hard times. Uh, here's hard a- times make for strong people. Strong people make for easy times, soft times, good times. Here's the question. Ain't we lucky we got them? Good times. That's a really old reference. What percentage of Chinese youth would be eligible for the military. Higher than 25%, I'm guessing. I would, I would guess so, yeah. I'm guessing yeah. by a oh, lot. Oh, you know what? I knew I had something I wanted to throw in. Uh, there is a move afoot, and I can't remember how far it's gotten or how seriously it's being discussed, to have a couple of different sets of requirements for military service. Because if you're a computer whiz, yeah. I don't care whether you can lift 100 pounds over your head. I don't care if you can lift a coffee cup up. As long as you're good at, at sure. coding and, and hacking yeah. or whatever we need you to do, uh, the Brainiac core. Yeah. And I the, believe the insignia will be a big brain, big throbbing brain. I think that makes complete sense. Sure. As uh, we, there was somebody involved, somebody we talked to personally or something like that, who's, who was who a computer sort of person. And, and had to learn how to shoot a gun and everything like that. Oh, and yeah. said, man, by the time the enemy gets to me being able to shoot a gun, we've got really big problems. <laughs> yeah. Right. And the, yeah. 
You've lost right, so already. <laughs> you got a 105-pound female who's exceptionally adept at one skill or another. Yeah, she can serve far behind the lines or on the home front or whatever. And at the point she's hurling grenades, we're screwed anyway. <laughs> right. Hurling so grenades. make it a different classification or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. we got to talk TikTok, among other things, coming up. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Kremlin is trying to lure Russians away from YouTube and onto an alternative Russian site called RuTube. RuTube. That's right, Russian YouTube. It's just like regular YouTube, except the videos posted of you weren't taken by you. Yeah. In Russia, uh, in Russia, like button smashes you. Wow. Uh, and that's not the only Russian social media site. Uh, there's also a Russian version of Facebook. Uh, it's called Facebook. Oh. Thank, you. Thank you very much. 
Um, uh, yeah. World's oldest panda has died. Full team coverage next hour. Oh. Only 35. Just old enough to run for president, finally, and passed away. Wow. wow. One in four young adults live with a parent. Highest number in many, many decades. So how, how many pandas do? Talk about I thought that. we were on pandas. You know, if you hear a story that begins with the world's oldest, you pretty much know how it's going to end, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. The world's oldest man bought a car. That's never the story. So yesterday, I saw this headline. The FCC commissioner wants Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores. Because... It's a Chinese firm that steals your data and is spying on people. Remember, the FBI announced that no no government employee should have TikTok on their phone and suggested that uh, most Americans shouldn't. But everybody does. I don't because of the warnings, and I'm such a, a hawk on China that I have not put TikTok on my phone. But I think I'm going to change that this week as I'm just starting to realize that's where it's happening. That's where, that's where all the cool people are, and that's where all the cool stuff is. <laughs> and, and I came across this yesterday. TikTok is now bigger than Google when it comes to searches along the lines of, hey, I'm in, they use this example, I'm in Boston on vacation, uh, you, you want to search on what's a cool bar in Boston. More people do TikTok now than do Google. I had Be- no idea. I didn't that. know that either, but um, that's a pretty big deal to surpass Google on any kind of search. And um, it makes sense. So for restaurants or stuff like that now, because you go and there's a whole bunch of videos, you know, there's a whole bunch of people sitting in the restaurant. Hey, look around here. This is fantastic. Blah, 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 blah. You know, get that with just your regular Google search. And and people uh, just like TikTok better. It's got a better, which is weird because it's a Chinese spying on you, has got a better um, feel to people than Google does. Google has mm. become evil in more people's minds than TikTok. Well, which obviously, is, the, the, the way China gets to where they want to be in terms of what I'm beginning, I just clicked in my head. China wants to install a kill switch on virtually every aspect of America. From our economy to our electric grid to our vehicles, I've got a story on that. And to do that, they have to get inroads into every aspect of American life. But to do that successfully, yeah, they've designed a great app. So how up are you on TikTok? Just you know, kind of. Uh, Alex, you use TikTok every day. Yes, I do. So my uh, all I know about TikTok is I, it, I used to think it was a whole bunch of tiny short videos. Do they have longer videos on there? Uh, recently, they have an update where you can uh, upload a video up to three minutes long. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's not just all 20-second stuff, because in my mind, that's what it was. And I thought, mm. why don't I want a bunch of 20-second videos, you know, a cat playing the piano or... And it's such a wide swath of information. You can have the dancing videos. I follow a lot of cooking uh, TikTokers, so they do recipes, um, bartenders. Hmm. And what's unique about that platform from from just like YouTube or, or, or someplace else is... I think it's because they cultivate uh, recommendations for you on a what they call the For You page. So I watch a lot of cooking and sports videos. Those are all right there, and it's just one swipe away. Where on YouTube or Google, I have to type into it, and there might be a two- to three-minute ad before they play the video. Where oh. this, there's no ads. Well, there are mm. ads, but you can just swipe right past them. I might get into the TikTok today. I'll bet there's stuff on there I would freaking love. Well, I'm glad that they no longer limit it to 20 seconds because the cat would get halfway through the melody and the video would end. You never get it's to the terrible. You never get to the course. <laughs> <laughs> and 
at a conference last week in Colorado, the Google SVP re- revealed to his Google people that almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place for lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search anymore. They go to TikTok or Instagram. And that's just just in general looking for a place for lunch, let alone reviews. I didn't know either one of them, TikTok or Instagram, was searchable. <laughs> no, so exactly. I mean, I realize I sound like a really old man. Um, I hate to get left that far behind of what everybody's doing, you know, mm-hmm. that, that I've never even used that platform before. And I feel like that's happening with uh, with TikTok right now. Well, it's a bad look. Plus, if I'm looking for a good restaurant, I want to end up at a good restaurant. So if it's a better option, I'd like to be aware of it. Yeah. Like, Alex, like I like uh, I watch a lot of YouTube videos with guitar lessons. You're guessing there's a lot of that on TikTok. Oh, there's a lot. I follow a lot of those, too. There's a lot of great guys who dive into music history, different chord progressions. I'm missing out. Uh, Also, in Mm. this same article, though, from a group called The Hustle. Do the hustle. Um, Speaking of being an old guy. Okay, boomer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's two of those more in a single hour of the show, Michael. Watch yourself. More scrutiny is probably needed. TikTok's parent company is Chinese, recently obtained audio recordings, confirmed that Chinese management effectively have unfettered access to U.S. user data if you have TikTok on your phone. Sure. Don't trust China. Sun Tzu told us, Jack, know your enemy. That's what they're trying to do. Despite this, users are spending more time on TikTok than Instagram and Facebook combined. Or 91 minutes per day for the average U.S. young person. More than on, what did I say? Facebook and Instagram combined on TikTok. 91 minutes a day? Yes. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so TikTok is the thing. And I'm not on it. I got to get on it today. My kid uh, got rid of it just because she said it's too addictive. I'm wasting too much time. This is terrible. Mm. Uh, never mind the commies lurking in the closet. How many people want Trump to run? Among the things we can talk about, hour two, as the January 6th has got their big primetime thing tonight. If you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.